Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So, John, I just wanted to jump in and have a chat about Bricklet. I had Darren Young, the CEO and the founder of Bricklet, on the podcast. He went there a couple of weeks ago. There's been some chatter in the Facebook group about it. I wanted to jump on and the people wanted you to jump on. The people. (laughs) And say, what does John think about it? So, Mm. you've listened to the episode a couple of times. I have, yes. And tell me what you think about it. I think it's exciting for the industry, isn't it? Like people are talking about affordable housing and how do I get into the market for the first time and I I live in the bright lights of Sydney and Melbourne and I can't afford it. Uh, I mean, we all know there's other options out there to buy elsewhere than not just the suburb they grew up in, but I think this this concept gives people hope or the ability to actually have some of their hard-earned in property, mm. um, which has never been done before there's it's obviously very early days and there's a lot of questions that need to be answered and but i think uh it's got legs for someone that's got 30 grand sitting around yeah what do you think some of the big questions are that would need to be answered look i the big one for me i think is what can i do with my asset so in five years time it's worth x can i grab some equity out of that and go and do something with it implications when i sell how does that all play out um, until it's like it's like a generation until we go through the whole cycle mm. of someone bought gone through it property management and then sold we then get to see i suppose how it all plays out in the yeah because story. i guess if i purchased a bricklet of 35 grand and in a couple of years time or even five years time i wanted to sell it mm. That bricklet might be now worth $42,000. Yeah. That means the entry price to a bricklet for that building has gone up. Yes. Now, maybe it's not such a big deal because I know they're working on uh, with some lenders using lending. Yeah. So, you could, you know, borrow to buy a bricklet, which I think would, a lot of people would like to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that that would be the ideal, wouldn't it? And, and and how does that play out in a loan to value ratio space? Because you know, with a lot of shares, especially the maybe the high speculative ones, you can borrow like thirty percent or something. Yeah, and I think it is because it's such a, and I think overwhelmingly on the Facebook group, the the overwhelming comment was, "This is interesting." Yeah. Everyone's like, ooh, yeah. interesting, ooh, interesting. And because it is a disruptor to the property mm. industry and it's and it's a tech play. So, we're, yeah. we're putting a layer of tech over this asset class yeah. that we can do with splitting up the, I guess, the title of the property. Yeah. So, it is a little bit confusing, I think, to start with. Yeah. 
Like try and explain Airbnb to your great-grandmother. That's right. Yeah, no, 100%. I think the the big thing for me is it's it's almost now like if, if this is commonplace in the property space in the next, over the next 50 years, it's like I'm now buying shares in property. I can go in with a minimal amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I've got 15, 20 grand lying around. Instead of me putting it in shares because I haven't got enough for a property deposit, I'm going to put it in property shares, which is bricklet. Yeah, and but actually back to your point about the borrowing against the bricklet, mm. in a practical example, if there was 30 bricklets yep. in the property or whatever it is, and I had one, you're saying would a bank or lender allow that piece of equity for another deal? Yeah. Because then you've got a, at some point, there's a, the bank has to put a t- some type of lien or a hold against that asset. Yeah. And could it actually happen with... Bricks. Bricks. Yeah. Or bricklets. <laughs> Whatever they are. Well, because it's a big tenants in common arrangement, basically. Yeah. And there's not two, no. it could be 30. Yeah, that's right. And and so, if there's if there's 10, let, let's break it back down to basics if there's 10 apartments in the complex and they're all worth half a million dollars each right essentially we're leveraged to five five million aren't we we've got five million dollars worth of asset in this particular apartment block Mm. and i've just got a 35 grand interest in that apartment block now if that apartment block goes up in value what do the banks see my $35,000 is worth. Mm. It's a complicated exercise for them to manage their LVRs and their their safety levels. I think as well, conversely, Bricklet could be a game changer for those who want to buy property, direct property, Mm. without leverage. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I I would be saying to you or I, okay, I'm just going to have a play with this once it's... Well, Up that's what running. I was thinking with you. Like, he sent me that, um, the prop, the development that, that, that they're doing. Yeah. Like, should I just throw 30 grand in and just try it? Because I'm keen for more property. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I think it's, again, it comes back to the strategy of what you actually want to achieve out of it. Uh, out of it. Like, and you know, my, my existence with shares is that it's almost like my spare change is in shares. Mm. And that's the way I played with that. Is Bricklet our spare change or is it actually a focus or a strategy for someone that wants to go and create wealth? But I mean, like I I said to Darren on the episode, if you did have, like if you inherited a hundred grand mm. and you wanted some property exposure without going into debt, yeah, you could buy three Bricklets around Australia. You could. And you're in direct property. Yeah. Now, again, the nuts and bolts of it say, well, fundamentally does this strategy stack up for the individual and is this the right apartment block to be in to buy or to put my hard-earned into mm. right not just the the concept of oh, I'm buying bricklet yeah because the well that goes back to anything the execution is the easy part mm. so bricklet has made the execution of buying direct property yeah. in small packages really easy very easy. that's easy yeah. to execute it's legal you're on the title. Yeah. They've got the property management taken care of. That's easy. Yeah. They've made technology make it really easy. Mm. However, it goes back to strategy, doesn't yeah. it? 
Yeah, because if if it's in a like take a Sydney for example, there's a lot of suburbs in Sydney as we speak that are oversupplied with apartments, and as new ones pop up, the older ones become less relevant. So, how does that play out for my thirty-five grand in an oversupplied market? Is uh, again the but the that questions. goes back to strategy. Correct. Yeah. Mm. So am I? I'm, I'm, am I buying the bricklet concept? Am I buying to actually as a, as a good property investment? The other thing is, people might see it as well. Okay, I put thirty five grand. I don't know why I'm using thirty five grand. I think because that's one that he sent me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I sent you. Yeah. So if I put thirty five grand in and it doesn't make me a dime in terms of capital growth, how how quickly can I actually? create some cash flow out of that to pay that 35 off because mm. I own it outright that 35 I've put in as cash isn't it yeah absolutely so what's my yield going to be like to be able to pay it down in the next five years ten years mm. if I own it outright it's essentially um, yeah it's all bonus yeah and like I am keen to mm. buy one like you know I've got a little bit of cash floating around yeah, I do I would be keen because I was telling you the other day like I'm not really keen to get any more mortgages and get yeah. any more debt because it's just getting dumb yeah is and it? yeah i don't know <laughs> like just my risk tolerance yeah yeah i'm like a bit over it and then yeah the thought of having to go to a mortgage broker mm. and supply all the paperwork i mean yeah. they don't get me wrong mortgage yeah. brokers they're great though but it's like me Shout having out. to actually collate it all to yeah. prove that I've got money. Like, yeah, true. I'm just no, over it. Look, it is a, a more of a complicated process, but what you've just said there may actually resonate for a lot of people out there who can't be jagged going and getting their documents together to go mm. and get a loan and then get a green light or a red light mm. in the hope that they make some money one day. This is a very simple concept to go and get it done in mm. two days. Mm. Um However, is it going to be the best for their overall wealth? Yeah. And I think you're... So, what you're saying is... Because before we had Darren on, mm. like, we were like, oh, what is this? What is this? And yeah. for us, it was a a weird thing. But yeah. until we actually had a look under it and it wasn't like the... One of the competitors... It's not even a competitor because it's so different. Mm. There's one called Brick X. Yeah. Where you buy in... But that's just a list. That's just like a listed or unlisted property trust. Yeah, that's right. Where it's it's yeah. just a managed fund for yeah. property. So yeah, that's when I thought, oh, hang on, it's actually different because the title is split. Yeah, yeah. You you've actually got some ownership. Yeah. Mm. So I guess we both agree that because it isn't just the managed funds, mm. it's legitimately ownership. Yep. So that's an advantage. And you're happy with the tech and the platform and everything that he laid out. Yeah. But you're just saying just because it's easy doesn't mean just go and do it because it goes back to strategy. Yeah, correct. It's it's a lazy person's answer, really. Yeah. I, I throw 35 in and I'm done. Maybe I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if we're if we're in this year or next year or the year after... We're probably pioneers of Brooklyn, aren't we? we Absolutely. It's, it's not seen. But it, it was interesting how Stockland and Mervac have purchased into the platform. Yeah. Yeah. So, how does that play out in terms of access to their deals as they're releasing them? I don't know. Maybe that 
maybe there is something there like will help yeah, develop I'm, property. I'm, I'm reading between the lines here. Yeah, mm. which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm of the view what's good for the geese should be good for the gander. Yeah. But I mean, it's early days and it is such a disruptor. Yeah, no, it is. And, and as long as the gander's strategy is the same as the geese. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I think it's... Are you sceptical uh, a little bit? Um, yeah, of course. And only because it's so new. Yeah. Like, what would you yeah. be... Like, what are you actually sceptical about? Well, yeah, number one is there's no track record yet. Yeah. Right, which is potentially exciting for someone getting in mm. because that's when you want to get into everything, right, before it's developed. But there's a risk that, okay... There's there's uh, glitches that we never we never saw at the start and now mm. it's really fizzled out. I'm not I, I'm I've got confidence that this will play itself out and it'll it'll become part of the the way of life. Uh, I think that's for sure. But my my question is, if I had thirty five grand sitting around. I can continue to build that for my own bricks and mortar and I can drive past it and see it or I can go and put it into some blue chip shares or something like that that's that's consistent has performance has has history basically yeah but the asset class has history of pro- direct property yeah and I suppose we're talking about it in a in a in an environment at the moment where the particular asset classes that Bricklet's looking at hasn't been performing that well in the last five years. Which is apartments. Mm. Yeah. But from a tech, I guess, removing all strategy from it. Yes. The way that they've got the title stuff sorted. 100%. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I mean, wh- I, I think before, I reckon with Stockland, this is just me thinking up. Mm. So if Stockland or Mervac, they could actually do a direct property and that property only has five bricklets. Yeah, that's right. Which yeah. and because it's not in an apartment complex, mm. that could be more appealing. Yeah, and, and when you're dealing with the two big boys then it's it's got some legs, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. So we're saying watch this space? Absolutely watch it. And and like anything take some ownership around the research of it yourself so continue to read up on it continue to see the the evolving news and trends on it and i think as well it would be interesting if they do get any of the major lenders to use that yeah bricklet as security yeah well i haven't seen any commentary on it have you well, from the lenders no well that's, i guess it's so new yeah yeah yeah, because so. I'm sure they're obviously aware of it, and I'm I'm sure they've had behind door discussions around it. Mm. Not sure what their appetite is. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Well, I I was actually just going to grab you for like three minutes and um, ask what you thought about it. So we might put this up as a little bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, knew more about it than we think, or we just dribble on. Well, I don't know. I just you've got to unpack stuff. Yeah, and it's so new. Yeah. We do know that it is direct property. It is your tenants in common share yeah. of a real property. And and you're right. I wasn't there for the interview, but you sent me the file and I listened to it three times because yeah. of that. Yeah. Like it's a 35, 40 minute. Yeah. And I, 
I just had to continue to go back and wrap my head around. Maybe that's because I'm a basic type of guy, but... <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Any case, get a listen. Mm. Yeah, well, it's like mm. anything. Just get informed. It's a game changer. Mm. It's probably the first, well, it is the first mm. thing of its kind in Australia. Yeah. And sometimes you don't need to be the best, but you need to get there first. Okay, question. If I tried to woo them, <laughs> would you have a problem if we got them to be a podcast show partner? Not at all. They wooed well. No, but I mean, like, because this is the whole thing. It's like, we've had companies approach us yeah. that want to be a show partner. Yeah. Right? And there's some that I've said, hell no, yeah. because I think your product's rubbish. Yeah. So, in a roundabout way, you, you, on live podcasting, you've already spoken to them about it. <laughs> well, no. Hey, I'm not running a charity here. No, but I guess, like, would you have a, uh, I guess, an ethical or moral problem if I tried to get them to support the podcast and we give them a shout out or whatever no no i don't think so no they it's because um, the underlying platform is legit yeah yeah the the concept uh ideally we'd like to be 12 months two years down the track with it but i don't think it's uh i think it's strong enough that it's a concept that's going to stand the test of time yeah and that's it. Like, I know I'm harping on about it, but we can't get strategy mixed up with execution. No. Yeah. So, don't all write in and say, should I buy a bricklet? bricklet? Yeah. Write in and say, I want a clarity call with John. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Interesting. Yeah. What's this space? What's this space? But no, mm. I, that's what I mean. Like, I'm keen to get different show partners. Yeah. Because, you know, we've got bills to pay, but I don't want to get anyone endorse yeah. rubbish snake oil no. just to get money. I'd rather not have the money and keep some type of reputation. Yeah. Albeit no. a diminishing one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree. No, I, I think that fits the, fits the mould of... Um, I wouldn't say reputable because it hasn't been out there yet. No, but, uh, it no, but our reputation. Yeah, but I mean, we want a brand that's also reputable. That's right, but it, yes, it's not reputable, but the concept doesn't appear snake oily. No, at all. Yeah, no, like it's, it's a legitimate concept. It's sound. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have listened to it the second, third time. <laughs> all right, we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Okay. So thanks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 